is Christianity a hindrance to science or does it in, indeed positively influence it? And what does such a positive influence on science and maybe even society say about the faith itself? Can we see in history which is true if faith has promoted science or hindered it? Find out in today's episode of According to Sci Faith. I'm Josua Göcking and you're listening to the English version of the podcast of Sci Faith. Sci faith we regularly talk about that faith is not only true but also fruitful. This fruitfulness is of course a consequence of the faith being true. If one assumes this to work also in the opposite direction, faith being fruitful would imply it being true. Therefore, to evaluate whether faith is based in truth, it helps to consider its fruit. But what fruit does or did the Christian faith produce? In this episode, we will take a look at the fruit that a faith had throughout history, especially on science, but also on society. So um, if we are talking about science, usually people think about uh, the ancient Greeks. And while it's true that probably since the dawn of time, people have thought about um, or the principles of nature, thought about the laws of nature, or thought about natural, or nat natural occurrences, what they mean, how they come about, and so on. That in itself was not what you would uh, mean if you would be talking about science as we talk about science today. Because science as we know it today actually came up only in the 16th or 1700s. And um, the reason for this is that um, Newton and Bacon and Kepler and Galileo and many more were de developing a, a method, uh, a, which we call the sci scientific method today. Be before, especially also with the Greeks, they had, um, they had no such method or they had different methods. But uh, especially the Greeks were of the opinion that if you ha if one could deduce some statement about nature perfectly without any logical errors, then they needed to be true. Then this this needed don't didn't need to be checked by experiment or something else. It it was just true because it was perfectly deduced, and that might be even true. But what they didn't consider was the fallibility of man. So it they came to wrong conclusions, which could not be recognized due to um, no experiment, uh, experiments taking place. One example of this is the Ptolemaic system, which saw the Earth as the center of the solar system, which we, which as we know today is not true. So um, in the 16th and 1700s, Newton, Bacon and many others realized that, uh, it, that, that there is a need of, a, of the experiment to uh, do a proper science or to do science effectively. And they put a lot of focus on, uh, on proving their um, thoughts or their um, laws experimentally to see whether what they were talking about was indeed uh, given in nature and so they developed the scientific method which took this fallibility of man into account.
From this one can see the clear Christian influence that the, in the development of the scientific method was given. Because Newton, Kepler, um, Galileo, Bacon, they were all Christian uh, thinkers, they were all Christian scientists and their faith played a huge role in their life. Newton, for example, studied scripture for 30 years. So he was more involved in Christian theology than in science, but still was one of the founders of modern science. So this shows how uh, how stringed together uh, science and faith uh, at this time was. And uh, not only is this shown in the fact that the creators of the scientific method or the founders of the scientific method were Christians, it's also seen in the in the basic principle on which the scientific method rests. Because as I have already said, uh, what the scientific methods um, achieves is that it uh, removes biases that come from uh, wrong conclusions that can come basically through the fallibility of man, that man makes mistakes. And this is also already find in, found in the Christian faith. And uh, I believe that their faith made it possible for them to take this into account and to uh, uh, develop the, the scientific method. So as you can see, the Christian faith played a huge role in the development of the scientific method. And one might ask, okay, but what is so special about the scientific method? Well, the scientific method led to what we call today the scientific revolution. So since this time, there have been new big discoveries in, in, in physics every 30 years or so. So there was a, a, an unheard of and never before seen revolution in science where, where in, in short periods of time, huge discoveries were made. And one might also ask, how this can be uh, due to the Christian faith, since the Christian faith has been there for more than uh, 1,000 years, and by then, so and why didn't the, didn't the scientific method came up earlier? And if one wants to understand this, one needs to look at something which happened at a similar time, um, and this is the Reformation. So um, the Reformation broke through under Martin Luther in Germany, but uh, it already ha ha there were already f uh, previous reforming movements. For example, there was the Czech reformer Jan Hus and um, many others. And uh, but, but the Catholic Church was uh, really opposed to these movements and tried to to stop them. But uh, it, but in the end, with Martin Luther, the Reformation could break through. And what one can see is that this uh, Reformation brought new um, con convictions about the faith. It it brought a new um, it brought it back to a more biblical foundation to um, what Luther called the five solas. So. Um, Many things were changed there, which reformed the way in which people believed. And as I believed, uh, this uh, spirit of reformation had also an ef effect um, that was more than just effect, uh, an effect in the faith, uh, in the in the Christian faith, but also in in science and society. 
And I think this effect led also to the scientific method being developed. But it's not the only uh, time where the Christian faith had a positive effect on science or society. Um, it was later that um, there was an English preacher called uh, John Wesley, and he was the founder of the, of the Methodist movement. And he was influenced by the Moravian Church. Uh, the Moravians were believers from, 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 from what's today the Czech Republic, and they need to flee from there. So they were former followers of the reformer Jan Hus, which I mentioned before, and they need to f needed to flee to Saxony uh, due to religious uh, persecution. And uh, there they, they came in contact with uh, the Count of Zinzendorf, and together at, at Herrnhut, they founded a religious community that also sent many missionaries around the world. And John Wesley uh, was there, was in Herrnhut, and he was influenced by them. And what he... Um, He um, fa uh, got new revelations about uh, scripture and about about God. And one of the things that he uh, received was that he didn't the, in the Methodist movement they did not believe in predestination anymore. Earlier faith uh, faiths always believe also in the Christian faith people believed that is it was predestined if one was will be saved or not, and it. The Methodists believed that this is not anymore predetermined, so, but it's uh, it's dependent on personal choice, and so they believe that everyone can uh, receive salvation, and therefore also had a lot of uh, a lot more focus on missionary activities, which is also why they were uh, in the. American colonies and the, the, this Methodist movement was not only spreading in England but also in the American colonies or later the USA which was then founded and uh, the the founding of the USA as we will see later which was also hugely impacted by this um, Methodist movement um, and What's interesting about this is that in later times, the French philosopher Elie Halevi studied this period during the Methodist movement and he realized that there was no bloody revolution that took place in, in England. And this prevention of violently enforced social changes could not be explained since the economic and political circumstances seem to be to be the same, for example, to those of France. And in France, as we know, there was the French Revolution, which, however, had fatal consequences. The Jacobins, uh, led by Maximilien de Robespierre, uh, they created a reign of terror uh, after this revolution, which killed many people just for being su suspected to be enemies of the revolution. And Eli Halevi came to the conclusion that the Methodist movement was the reason that the same did not occur in England. And he said, Methodism was the antidote to Jacobinism. So it was the antidote to this uh, terror reign by the Jacobins. And Halevi himself was not a Christian, but this, and therefore this even shows that um, the 
Christian faith had such a positive influence that um, it was even recognized by non-Christians. So I think this shows that the Christian faith has been in, in fact a, a positive influence in those times. But that's not uh, the only thing that happened in the, those times. Uh, at the, uh, on the other side of the globe, there was another revolution and that did not end in senseless bloodshed, but resulted in a completely new form of government. With a uh, rising taxes or, and without fulfilling the demands for proper representations by the Britons, the American colonies decided to declare their independence. And this led to the Revolutionary War with Great Britain and Great Britain as the mightiest nation at that time was highly in favor of winning this uh, revolution. But due to, the, to France supporting the Americans and many other happy chances, the American cause succeeded against all odds and this way the, Uni the United States of America were born. And the fact that this revolution is in such a contrast to the many other revolutions in Europe around the time has many reasons. One of the reasons is, uh, is definitely the deep Christian faith that many of the so-called founding fathers shared. George Washington was known for his faith and the founding document documents, especially the Declaration of Independence, refer to the Creator. In the Declaration of Independence, it, uh, relatively at the beginning, it says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. So um, this shows that there was a, a referral to the to Creator. So there was a deep Christian faith that led them to write this, uh, these um, documents. Um, the founding father and second president John Adams said that the, their constitution was only made for moral and religious people and that it's wholly inadequate to the government of any other. So this emphasis on the importance of and, and the necessity of the Christian faith can be seen through the writings of the first uh, uh, Americans and even Benjamin Franklin who wasn't a Christian himself had a had a deep appreciation of the Christian faith. And he also attended uh, events of John Wesley and George Whitfield, who were both uh, Methodist preachers. Benjamin Franklin, furthermore, was a researcher and inventor. He is known for having invented a lightning rod, and especially in the realm of electricity, he made many discoveries. And it's also interesting that the Methodist preacher Jonathan Edwards had a propensity towards faith and he published many study of his own studies about several scientific topics. And he was convinced that there was an interpretation of the scientific data that was in agreement with the statements of the Bible. When I wrote my book, I had the same thought without even knowing about Edwards at that time. So I think it's undeniable that the Christian faith had a huge impact on the formation of the United States with, and with that on the founding of the first liberal democracy. But despite those uh, big progresses in, in, during the time, the circumstances in Europe and America weren't perfect. Especially slavery was still existing during that time. 
Many nations in Europe engaged in the slave trade and also in the USA slaves were kept in the deep south. Many of the founding fathers were already huge uh, opponents of slavery, uh, but he, they could not achieve its abolition due to southern states which were highly in favor of slavery. Believing that their liberal form of government would sooner or later lead to slavery being abolished, they decided to leave it for now. And they seemed right. First, the slave trade in Europe was abolished, particularly through Christ the Christian William Wilberforce. And furthermore, in the US, there was an uh, abolitionist movement that, that emerged, which was mainly or almost completely led by Christians. And they again gained such an influence that with Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican became president and Lincoln was a huge opponent of slavery. This led to the southern state to secede immediately resulting in the Civil War, in the American Civil War, which eventually was won by the northern states. And since they had abolished um, slavery during the war, this meant that slavery was now abolished throughout the USA. And as we can see, this abolition of slavery was highly impacted by the Christian faith. And there are many more examples that which you can name where the Christian faith had a positive impact on science and society. For example, the movement Weiße Rose, or in English White Rose, that fought against Nazism was led by Hans and Sophie Scholl, who were pious Christians. Also, the Bekennende Kirche, or Confessing Church, of Dietrich Bonhoeffer resisted the Nazi regime. Both eventually died for their fight. Furthermore, the civil rights movement of the, 16th, uh, the 50s and 60s was highly influenced by the Christian preacher Martin Luther King Jr. So over and over, faith had, has had a, a positive impact. But uh, one thing needs to be noted here. Man, Be, be, because one might comment that there were also opponents of these progresses that were that also invoked their faith in this. One example might be Galileo Galilei, who got into conflicts with the Catholic Church due to his scientific endeavors. However, he himself remained a believer throughout the, his life and believed that there was always an interpretation that was in accord with the statements of the Bible. So there was an interpretation of the scientific data that was in accord with the Bible. The clerics at this time did not have this belief. Therefore, you can see it like this, like this, this that his faith was even greater than the one of his critics. Furthermore, his scientific discoveries did not put doubt on the statements of the Bible, but the, inter the, the interpretation of those statements by the Catholic Church. Hence, it was not about the authority of Scripture, but about the authority of the institution of the Church. It is also true that slaveholders tried to use the Bible to justify slavery. But that this was nonsense can be easily seen by the fact that they gave their slaves a censored version of the Bible with passages critically critical to slavery missing. For example, the Philemon epistle. And the National Socialists of Nazi Germany tried to Aryanize Christianity by rewriting scripture such that Jesus was not a Jew anymore and many other rewritings. 
that this had nothing to do with faith and was solely driven by ideology is obvious. And that's what was always the problem. Not a Christian faith itself, but the attempt to justify any ideology using uh, faith even when this was not possible at all. So what blocks scientific and societal pro progress is hence not faith, but ideologies of any kind. As I also state in my book, this is not a problem of the past, but also today ideologies are blocking progress in certain areas. So the fruit of faith is therefore apparent. It has also had a positive impact on science and society. Those were only a few examples, but they show that faith did not block progress, but to the contrary, it enabled it. To me, that's one of the greatest evidences that a Christian faith is indeed true. And also in the future, I think true progress will only be possible through the influence of the Christian faith. So this was today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and liked the content. If you want to read it also in text form or want to send it around to read it, you can also find it in text or at least uh, the content in text maybe in some different form, but you, you will find it on my webpage at my blog and there you can read also the text to this podcast. Furthermore, I mentioned my book several times. Uh, unfortunately, this is only right now only exists in German. But if you can read German, then you can order it also on my webpage. If you can read German or listen to German, you can also listen to my the German version of my podcast, where I also do a lot of introductions into physical topics which is very interesting and I also always interpret them in, in the Christian faith. So natural principles are all, all, always in, interpreted in, in, in the Christian faith, which is pretty interesting, I think. And, but if, you're not, uh, if you cannot read uh, German or uh, he understand it, then, then just uh, you, you can write me a message and then I know that there is um, demand for an English version of the book. So if you want to contact me, you can use the contact form on my webpage. Just if you have questions about the podcast, if you have topics uh, about science and or faith that you want to have answered in this podcast, just feel free to write me a message in the contact form uh, at my webpage. You will find me on social media um, where I also post uh, stuff mostly in German. So um, feel free to ch check those out. And uh, if, if you like this podcast, then recommend it to your friends or to people who you, might, you think might be interested and uh, sh share it with them. And in the next podcast episode, I think I will be talking about uh, something which I will call uh, culture versus anti-culture and watch the Christian stance in it. I will try to make it as less political as possible, but I think it's a topic that shows, especially as a Christian, where we should position ourselves when we as Christian, Christians, why we are uh, not living living according to this world are still living in this world i think it will be a pretty interesting episode so be sure to tune into that and have a great time till then bye